Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sharing the Illumination Wealth podcast. This is your host, Matt Rinke, the founder of Illumination Wealth, coming back with another episode focused on financial independence. That has been the theme for this month of February, financially independent February. Over the past few episodes, we've had the pleasure to dive into some of the critical questions that you need to be asking yourself and answering in order for you to be able to plan out and create your own version of financial independence. There's definitely different levels of financial independence, and you can hear a lot of different people lay those out, whether it's you just have your budget covered, whether you have your baseline lifestyle covered, whether you have your full dream vision of your financial future covered with complete financial independence. But as we talked about last time, we talked a little bit about how much you actually need in order to be able to achieve financial independence based on a relative picture of your lifestyle today. But taking that a step further, we wanna help you understand that when it comes to financial independence, there are really two key numbers that will help determine your ability to have financial independence and that will create it for you. And these numbers are vitally important. They make everything else almost irrelevant in the grand scheme of financial independence planning. Whether it's your asset allocation, whether it's your tax rate in the future, all of those things are important But if there's only two things that you need to hone in on and focus on, it's these two things. And at the end of the episode, we're going to share with you a model that almost helps eliminate some of this conversation today. But a huge starting point in the conversation is vital number one. And we've talked about it in previous blog posts. One of the most critical numbers for your financial independence is your savings rate. Now, some people might think that that might be the interest rate on their savings account. No, that's not correct. Your savings rate is the percentage of your income that you save versus the percentage of your income that you spend. So it's how much money do you save as a percentage of your total income? That is the ultimate number. And if you want to retire and have financial independence in a very short time frame, that number is going to dictate your ability for early financial independence. You can mathematically determine your financial freedom date simply by the percentage of income that you convert to savings. So if you save 70% of your income, you can be financially independent in 10 years. And the big factor is you are only living off 30% of your income. So that other 70% that you have is going to go to investments over the next 10 years. Those investments have the ability to grow and compound and then sustain your lifestyle at that 30% level in perpetuity. The longer and lower your savings rate, the less reliable this model is. And so it's really important for you to even understand how much money do you save? And when we work with people, there really is 
of vagary in this area. It's confronting as we talked about the budget last time. Most people don't really know how much they save. It's really not that prevalent to them. They're not thinking about it. Maybe they put 7% of their money into their 401k at work, but that might not be the total amount of money that they save. That might not be the total amount of income that's flowing through their lifestyle. But if you can figure that out, you then can help yourself determine what needs to be done to create financial independence on the time frame that you want to make it happen. So know that number, understand that number. And understand how you need to move that number in a certain direction in order for you to create financial freedom and financial independence. The higher the percentage that you save, the faster and more accurately you will be able to reach your financial independence goal. It's no no more difficult than that. It's so vitally important that you need to spend the time to figure that out. Now, moving on from that, the other Second most important number in your exploration and creation of financial independence is your real rate of return. Real meaning your after inflation return on investment. This is critically important because your rate of return after inflation is what's going to determine how your money grows and compounds over long periods of time. And so inflation, which is the cost of living, how the price of goods rise, will impact the amount of money that you actually need to save for retirement. If inflation grows at 3% per year, pretty much every 20 years, you're going to double the amount of money that you need to be able to retire. So if you have rate of return on investment that exceeds the inflation rate, that's going to help your savings grow faster than how, what you're spending is projected to grow at. So it's super important that you understand your rate of return on your investments compared to the savings rate. And as we have worked with clients and looked across the spectrum of their investments, many times people say things are going well. But when you peel back the onion and you truly understand how things are actually performing for them, they're surprised. In many cases, we review the performance of our clients' rental properties because Everybody needs to just own rental properties, so let's just buy rental properties. But when you actually strip out the performance, the cash flow, the maintenance costs, the property management costs from what is what they've invested in, and many times those returns are very, very low, and they're deceived because they own a rental property. So we are big proponents of real estate investment done right when it helps you to create financial independence when your return on investment more than makes up for your cost and time of finding and investing and operating and maintaining these properties we 
are big proponents of it, but you need to do it right. And many other times, people don't realize the performance of their underlying investment portfolios, or they say that they've had really poor returns in the stock market. In many cases, their poor returns in their traditional investment portfolios is not the, because the stock market was really bad. It's because their strategy was poor or because their behavioral decision-making was poor. So something is amiss if that's the case in your strategy because the stock market has the ability to produce adequate real returns after inflation returns that can help you create financial independence. So you need to be focused on these numbers going forward. You need to understand what they have the potential to be. And then it comes down to a lifestyle decision. Our show is about building wealth from the inside out. Your savings rate, although it's a number, is really determined by your own personal commitment and your values. If you value financial independence and financial freedom, you're going to find a way to live out that value in your budget in the way that you spend, in the way that you save. Similarly, it's going to show up in the way that you invest because the way that you invest should match your DNA. It should be about who you are. If you are one that invests with integrity, you are going to know your numbers. You are going to analyze its performance. You are going to ensure that your future investments meet criteria that will help you bridge the gap between where you are today and where you need to be in the future. So the numbers that we're talking about, these vital numbers that you need to know that will determine your financial independence are always related back to your way of being as an individual. They're going to reflect your commitment to financial independence, what you want out of life, the quality of your life. Your investments need to reflect and help you improve the quality of your life. And the way that you invest needs to do that as well. And part of that is ensuring that you have sufficient return after inflation. So it's very, very, very important. If you could run your financial independence planning calculators and simulations, These two numbers, slight changes in them, will have a huge impact on your ability to reach financial independence. And so we're happy to give you some tools and tips about what are some of the better financial calculators out there that you might need to help you determine your financial independence planning so you can really get accurate and get a good range of numbers that you then need to do to save and to return each year for you to live the life that you want. But fast forwarding a little bit is that when we get those numbers down, there's really a way that you can create financial independence based on your savings rate and based on the way that you invest. And it doesn't need to be overly fancy. And so the key is, is that if you save adequately over time, you need to create an investment portfolio that produces enough income and cash flow that exceeds your personal expenses. So think about this. If you have over time acquired different investments and those investments pay dividends, they generate cash flow from rental income. If all of those things added up exceed your personal expenses, that is the primary thing that you need to do. You can only spend that cash flow, your lifestyle, your budget needs to be below the income 
produced from your investments. You are not touching the actual asset value itself. That is what is the very, very important first step in which many of our clients do is they build wealth, they acquire these assets, these assets produce income and cash flow, and that cash flow exceeds their expenses. So it can come from a variety of sources. For our clients, it might come from business ownership that they have a passive stake in. It might come from real estate. And it all can co- also can come from an investment portfolio that you might be familiar with, whether it's a 401k or a brokerage account that's in mutual funds, ETFs, or stocks and bonds. And once this is created, it doesn't matter how long you live because the income produced by the portfolio exceeds your expenses and you're not touching the principal. So the next step in that same formula is that we have to manage your portfolio, manage the asset growth in a way that exceeds inflation. So as long as the income stream that we have exceeds inflation, we are going to be perpetually wealthy. That goes back to that number two vital number that you have to know. So think about this, your cash flow from your real estate, if you're able to continue to raise rents, that's going to allow your income to grow in excess of inflation. And eventually you'll have a property that is paid off by using a fixed rate mortgage, which means that income is going to even go significantly higher. So that needs to be the focus is how do you have a portfolio that's income grows in excess of inflation. And so property, dividend paying stocks, positive cash flow real estate, over time, the odds favor that those assets are likely going to continue to grow with inflation. And ultimately, your income will grow as well in a manner that exceeds inflation. Very, very, very important. And the last thing that people need to think about and that our clients have done in order to create for sure financial independence is that their income has multiple streams of income. They have more than one source of income. They're not relying purely on social security or purely on a pension or purely on bonds. They have a balanced, in some ways, balanced portfolio. And I use balance in a way that they have diversified mix of investments that allow them to produce that income sources because you don't want to rely on simply one source of income. We've heard far too many people whose companies they work for where they had all their money invested in that went bankrupt or some other unforeseen circumstance and all they're left with is social security. You have to have a reasonable level of diversification so that if one source of income gets impaired or gets depleted, you have other assets that you can maintain a reasonable lifestyle and give yourself an opportunity to recover. You can't make your entire financial independence future dependent upon one source of income. So this is critical. And then other 
tips that we see our clients do in their financial independence creation is that while they're continuing to build and amass wealth, they may continue to have business income and investment income that they live a, they live a nice lifestyle. They save about a lot of money, but all of the income that their investments produce are simply vehicles for them to reinvest in other cash flow producing assets or the reduction of debt and leverage. So they're not spending their investment dollars that are creating passive income for the day. They're reinvesting and compounding that growth over time. This creates a huge force for them to have massive growth and massive wealth creation. So that's a few, that's a strategy for you to think about what's important in creating financial independence. You need to know those two key numbers, your savings rate, as well as your after inflation return on investments. And if you can use a really solid savings rate to acquire income producing assets that grow in excessive inflation and you diversify those assets that you acquire, you are going to be financially free a lot sooner than you think. But it all comes back down to your values. How much do you value financial independence? How much do you value financial freedom? How much do you believe that your disciplined pursuit of financial independence will create a better world for yourself, your family, and your community. I have seen it happen. I have experienced it happening, and I know that it is possible for you. So over this next week, my request and homework and action for you is to go back and look at 2017 and 2018 and add up your income and then Add up all of the dollars that you specifically saved and invested, not just put an account to spend later for a down payment on a home or some other travel, but how much money was actually invested into investment assets, be it your 401k at work or an IRA or the down payment that you made on a rental property or the money that you put towards paying off debt on an investment property. That is savings. What is your savings rate? Then go back and calculate the actual rate of return on all of your investments. How has it? How have they performed? How are your real estate investments actually performing for you? Total return. How much principal was paid down? What was the cash flow? All of that needs to be determine. That will be very telling and eye-opening for you if you can figure that out over the past three, five, seven years and actually track it year in and year out. From there, you'll then be able to know and plan for identifying future investment opportunities that will help you meet the criterion that you need to produce the financial independence and lifestyle that you want. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode as we've asked a lot of questions over the past month and now we've honed in on a few key and vital numbers that you need to know that are going to determine your ability to achieve financial independence. So take some time and figure that out. Feel free to reach out and talk to me about how you can go about finding these numbers in a simplistic manner. Happy to help. But so I'm wishing you a wonderful weekend, a wonderful life. Continue to live wealthy. If you want to schedule some time to chat, 
www.illuminationwealth.com backslash schedule or you could find us at Illumination Wealth on Instagram, on Facebook. You can email me, Matt, at IlluminationWealth.com. And I look forward to continuing to help you create a sustainable life filled with everything that you want and financial independence. Have a great one and talk to you soon. Be well.